It's been Theon Griper, <clears throat> And cell, 347-563-0951. Parshat Baalosachah. This week, we're going to see some tremendous ideas to help us live the week. And also, we're going to pertain this talk also to our Miller's don't say mean words. Hopefully, we'll talk about how to not say mean words. <coughs> so the Pasha, very famous for <coughs> when Aaron and Miriam was speaking about Moshe, about his separation from his wife, and said it was Lashon Hara, and the punishment came. So it mentions that Hashem quickly called all three, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. And in the calling of all three, it also said, and, and Moshe was the humblest of all people. So the question is, why call them so quickly? Why call all of them? Moshe wasn't the one talking about himself. And the third thing is, the humblest of all men. What is this here? So a rabbi from Eretz Yisrael said some beautiful Torah to try to explain to us. First, they were called quickly. They're tying against Moshe that he couldn't be with his wife. And the reason was known because when a person is a navi, a prophet, so what a person in that position has to prepare. It's tremendous preparation, preparation to realize now I'm going to receive the words of the boss above. So at that time you have to prepare. There's sweat and uh, I mean, um, shaking of the body. There's a, a lot goes on. And that's why Moshe, at every any second, Hashem would call. And the call would be concerning all of us. So they had to be ready every second. So at that moment, Hashem called them all quickly. Why? That they should experience not being prepared. Because Aaron and Miriam, the greatest of great, to <coughs> receive Nevoah prophecy, they had to be on task. They had to prepare. Prepare. And they weren't prepared here. <coughs> so the insight here is that it came quickly, and they weren't prepared. So then they realize, ah, that's why Moshe has to be separate. He has to be at this time of his life because this is what receiving the Torah, receiving all the teachings for history. So that's why. So you see the idea of being in someone else's shoes in our talk. In other words, Shem had to make them realize, look what the other person's going through. Look, look, look. If you see it with your own eyes and your own feelings and your own thoughts, ah, so that's one major teaching. The idea called quickly, they they ha weren't ready. And they really they had to be prepared. That's why Moshe had to be prepared all the time. It's a big insight of how to look at other people, even the greatest of greats, to understand everyone has a private agenda with the boss above, and we have to understand a little bit 
where they're coming from. I mentioned last week about chapter two. With every person you have to start with chapter two. You don't know what chapter one in their lives were. The day, the week. So here helps us understand that even the greatest of great had to be shown. Look what Moshe's going through. Second, <clears throat> why was Moshe included? When Hashem called him quickly. Some say he was there when they were spoken to afterward. Some say they were not, he was not there, but why was he summoned also? This other great lesson. See, when they went unprepared now, so when you're in situations, it's a big thing if you're around a great person. A person who so-called, we call the hangs out, but a person who stays with good, solid, strong people. See, the people are by the Rosh Yeshivas, the people are by the Rebbitsons, the people who are close, close, close. Not only do they get the teachings and they see the way they act and breathe and everything else, how they talk, there's hashpah, there's automatically being around someone so great to assimilation, to osmosis, the person gains. So Moshe had to be there for Aaron and Miriam to be at their highest state, the highest acceptance of what they had to go through here. See, there's another big lesson. Stay with great people. Even friends, very nice, hellos, goodbye. There are a lot of great people. But make sure you stay by the best. Not only you'll see how they act and learn from them and maybe have people who are who console you, et cetera, et cetera, but it will automatically rise, automatically bring you up to a, a level, a clearer level of life and, and a level where you can make great progress. That's the second thing you learn is we only say, you need it, you need it. So I was talking to a great rub yesterday. And he told me, he usually gives advice to everybody. But when he has questions with the family, he, has to, he goes to ask the rub. And he has to ask the rub a certain question about his son getting married. And son was told to do something beyond. And he did it. He was successful. So the rub said to his father, your son has the munis chachamim. He says, I'm not a chacham. Person has to realize when you're connected to the Rav, you're connected to a great person, that that person is closer to Hashem than you. And if you really want to know what Hashem wants to do, what Hashem wants from you, you ask the great person. You ask someone who knows you, someone who knows the family, etc., etc. You'll see whatever you get, the answer is as close as you can to Hashem. So it has to be the best advice. I know people who went to Red Miller at Brock had to ask, and <clears throat> certain things were heard. I don't, they didn't understand, but they said they never said the rub is wrong. I don't understand. And in the long run, they looked at him. Everything the rub said was right on. One because the rub was a godo was great, but the second reason is also just as by Chachamim, the Shem Gisiyat gives us the right words at the right time and what to say to you. So you see a second lesson. The staying near, staying near. If you don't have someone, get someone. Start staying near and near. Ask your questions. I know people have certain questions. They're shalom bias and they're learning in their family. And these are the people who have a much better chance in life. 
It's rough out there. Influences out there. But you have to stay near the greats. And <coughs> the third thing is that Moshe was the humblest of all men. What is this humblest here? So <coughs> you have to know what Chavis Lubavis says humble means. And Miller puts it into our terms leaving a little stronger or clearer for us too sometimes. Dealing with that realizing the greatness of Hashem. Realizing the chesed, kindness of Hashem. A person who works on this, he starts seeing. And the Rav said, do it with a hagosha, a feeling. Every day you walk in the street, we constantly talk the same talk. You wake up in the morning in a nice bed, in a nice home, not get in until you start feeling very, very happy about it and thankful about it. Two things. First of all, you got up, which is a miracle. And you, all cells of your body are working. Coming from a little embryo is pretty good. And you're able to go to the bathroom, able to function, see, hear, etc. No, no accidents. And the chesed Hashem, you have a place to live and a bed, and then you go into so you you walk around in a safe street, and you have family around you. So a person can daily we call it time to think. Everyone, write this down. T T T. Time to think. If we can sit back a little bit, time to think, because people that could have the greatest of lives and have good lives, because you have challenges yet get swept away and are just always tense, always in the thick of things. If you step back, the man told me, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on, but he took a step back and said, wait a second, let me look. His family member is in decent shape, and we have a place to live, and Panas is coming along, we're all in the red, we're all on money. And he went over, Baruch Hashem had a chance to learn Torah, and the chance to make Panas, the job is hard, but he has to make Panas a little bit. Went over his whole, and he's calmed down right away. So wait a second. Okay. Some people have catastrophes. Those are catastrophes. But in general, a person has time to think, and you start thinking the greatness. You walk in the street, and you see the blue sky, and there's the sun out, and it's comfortable this time, comfortable, comfortable weather. And a person could walk, and you, you strive, you're striding with your own two feet, and you can get into get into a little bit time to think. Don't worry. You'll, when you get to a certain place, you can start thinking about the work and start thinking about this one and that one. But time to think. A person can walk and every day take your teeth. You know, shop in the front, moles in the back. Go. <laughs> you're not everything. Have time to think. You'll see. Wow, Shem is really here. He'll enter your world. He'll fill your world. You're living in Hashem more and more. But that's the humblest person. When people get on your case and say things, you realize that's from Hashem too. The means their hands move and their eyes work and their mouth is speaking to you or yelling at you is all the boss above. So a person can gain by gaining knowledge there of Hashem through feeling, feeling. And chesed, take time to go throughout your day. Most days you stop during the day, it's going okay so far. Okay, work is hard, this is hard. Unfortunately, we're brainwashed by the world. Everything becomes a stress. 
because we're making a life of stress. Every phone call you got to make, and you got to make a phone, you got to text, you got to do this. It's made in America to, in a world to be stressed in so many different situations that you don't have to if you just step back and you can get to it later. The old days didn't have food. The old days, they had plenty of hardships, cold and heat and everything else, and sicknesses were also rampant. And they worked hard too. But I don't know if they called it stress. They called it this is life. This is challenges. But it was also it was appreciation when you sat with the family. Appreciation when you came home. Appreciation you had children. Appreciation you had parents. I think it was a little more. I think so. And if not, okay. So that's the third aspect that we learned. Moshe had to be mentioned over there. The homeless old man was someone who was he was being spoken about. He didn't make a, didn't say anything. Well, I have to do it because I have Navua. No, I didn't say a word. But the humbles, because he knows the boss, the greatness of Hashem. He knew the chesed Hashem in his life. So that became a model for, for all of us. We all can be humble in our own way. So we'll look a little bit at the idea when a person speaks mean words out of frustration or other reasons, we have to understand that there's a premise, a way hopefully to gain some knowledge to be able to control it. But unfortunately, since everyone told, speak your mind, say what you feel, you hold back, it's not good for you, which is not true. You have to let it out another way. There's ways to <laughs> deal with things. But unfortunately, in places, he's yelling and screaming. And mean words. Can imagine a man working all day coming home, or a woman a whole day she's working, she, and her husband comes home and says, Oh, what a mess. And we're supper, or whatever, you know, whatever. What do you do all day? And he spent so much. I, whatever the words are that are very, very, even as 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 uh, well, look, I need the houses and it's pretty sloppy. Whatever remark he makes, every any eye, Tommy moves his eyelids up. The little, we're talking about little mean words. How they hurt how she works so hard the whole day. We'll talk. And out of frustration, so many times our reactions to people are out of frustrations are other frustrations. You got a bad phone call on the way going into the house. You got a phone call. You don't want to get all of a sudden a kid drags you, you know, child pulls you. Leave me alone. I need a couple of minutes. Your fault you didn't prepare down the block. Time to think, time to think. You're walking down the block. Ah, I go home, have children. I'm going to go home and give my wife a big thank you. And I'm going to go home fresh and take a donut before you walk in. So you come, walk around the block, you walk in. But out of frustration, you can say things. And women to her husband, too, both ways. You can, people say, you're nothing. You always do this. You never do this. I'm a single parent. You spend too much money. Who knows what ways we can say these things. And they hurt. They hurt. And some words are real mean. Sometimes a person can say real mean words because if you, the midst of a little bit of an argument, which you have to... Really, as soon as someone's emotions get a little excited, you just got to run away from arguments like the fire. 
So what happens is words can mean words and you hit below the belt because you got to win. And who knows what could be said? Who knows what? It's like getting a match and throwing it into the house, a big fire. Children, mommy's a little upset. Mommy's upset, papa's a little upset, but they upset at each other. The foundation of the building, this fire, this fire in the house. And mean words are said. And there's levels of it. And I'm going back to my parents, and you're like your mother, you're like your father. I don't know, whatever it is, we all have a list we've seen, we've heard. If not our own, hopefully not too much of our own, but we've heard. Mean words, you said mean words. Let's talk about don't say mean words. But it's hard. It's like women, it's very hard. You wake up in the morning, if you have a family, to get them up in the morning is a... Is a world, and then coming home and homework, and especially the man's working, and it's very, very hard. The time the husband comes home, he's the man to let it out to. He's gonna get uh, be let out to, and there's something he's not doing correctly or something that's gonna seem like that's that's the eker. And you're always late, and not that. She's in a relaxing mood, sitting on the couch, no problem. You come in a little late, she say hi, supper be ready in a few minutes. <laughs> so most of our reactions are our own experiences, our own doings. And of course, the maid can probably help along. But the mean words, I have to think about it, think about it. Again, phrases that, you know, you've been working so hard and you say always, never. And, you know, <clears throat> a man I know, he told me he worked before Shabbos cleaning. But he, he got into the kitchen a little bit. He cleaned all of a sudden, right before Shabbos. I do everything in the house. And and you, no one helps me in the kitchen. And the husband was thinking to himself, wait a second. Uh, didn't say a word. And knowing she had a hard day. And he could have said mean words back, <laughs> which wouldn't have been too bright. But he really, she probably had it very hard. And it was very interesting. He told me the end of the evening by letting these pass when he came home, everything wasn't ready either. And he had to set the table and everything else, but he kept quiet. And what happened that night, that whole night, he told me it was such a beautiful night. They, they had a really nice time. The children, everyone had a really nice time. Because I guess she appreciated it. If not appreciated, she didn't start bossing around after and telling her what to do. But you see able to not say the mean words back and harsh a mean word and louder. Of course, when you're frustrated, you speak louder than the other person. You think that's going to work. And instead, patience was shown, holding back was shown, and ended up in Brooklyn Shem. Nothing changed in her relationship as far as, you know, she's going to boss him around, he's not going to do work anymore, or complain anymore. No. Because when she saw he was a that she was accepted for who she is and what's going on, he was able to look over and not say mean words. So it's also with parents and children. So you have to be very, very careful. When a child, you don't like something, you can bash and really bash. And if you, every day you say, your room's a mess, your room's a mess, your room's a mess, you're going to have 365 days a year. It's not going to be a pleasant relationship.
Well, get up in the morning. Get up in the morning. You have to think of another way. It could be just kiss him, kiss him in the morning, and talking to Papa later about it. And if it's going to change, it'll change with kisses. If not, at least you have a good relationship. There's ways. And some of the children, the parents, any frustration, especially in family, every frustration a person has from all day, from anything else, all of a sudden it comes out of one is having a little trouble with regions or tests now. A lot of the boys and girls have tests. So if the little brother does something, oh, that, that little brother's going to get, you're bothering me, you always bother me. The scream, is the scream because of what the little brother did? Or is the scream because of his or her frustration for studying for his test? Maybe, maybe I'm not going to pass. So you see. So mean words is uh, so crucial to keep away from a home. So crucial. Like I'm mentioning, it's probably very, it's harder for the lady. It's definitely harder for the lady. You tell a kid something, child something 10 times, not easy. The husband doesn't get that opportunity so much to say everything 10 times. So there's something that has to be on the woman's side, whatever she can do, we're going to talk a little about a while, a little bit about how to prepare. But the man has to understand and not throw mean words back. And mean words could be subtle, sarcastic. Sarcastic, a look. And then there's, the, of course, the real big mean words. They're really an argument, hitting, you know, hitting each other you know, with the mouth. So these things we have to catch ourselves, and this is the Pasha. We're mentioning time to think, time to think. And there's stories, stories, when the child doesn't feel he's listened to, or the parent doesn't feel she's listened to, or he's listened to a mate, Rebbe, student, so many times, yeah, a little bit. I know a, a person who works in schools listening to this, students are sent to him, they once told me, any problem anyone tells me about the child is usually something totally different. It could be something's happening at home, something happening in school, something happening where he's sitting in the room. He doesn't understand the work. No one's doing homework with him. He doesn't understand the homework. Because what everyone else is going through, we really don't know so well. We want to be someone, someone who everyone pays that attention and gives us the benefit of the doubt. Because we can do for others. So we have to go back to step one, time to think. Again, I'm going to go through the process again. person, he himself has to feel a gratitude uh, of Hashem's chesed. person has to review, review, time to think, time to stop. I'm talking a foreign language, myself sometimes, other people too. Half time, someone tells that guy's retired, 70. During the day, he has to go to the store, and he goes here, and he stays home. He does some business. They told him, too busy to think. If he's too busy to think, <laughs> what about us? But you have to have time to think. And as you walk, or it's in the base of Kisei, or somewhere every day, just stop for a second in your mind, go over, go over, go over. And every day, you could pick a little... Part of the part of nature to show you Hashem is there. After a while, you'll see it's going to help. But you're going to catch yourself, and the body goes up and down. But we don't sleep enough. We don't eat right, and there's so many things going on. So we're not going to. There's going to be ups and downs inside. But at least if you're pushing on the outside, pushing with a certain thought about Hashem, 
And the second thing, again, again, go over the chesed Hashem. Go over your last years. Go over, go over, go over, go over. The second step, go over from your heads to your toes. Please go over, everybody. Young, old, go over, go over. And the third thing, go over. Have a list of your things you do all day. Go over your list and you'll see. You're pretty busy 24-7 people. You're tremendous people. You catch yourself. So again, looking at the boss, the burial, the greatness in the world, looking at the chesed, the kindness that comes your way, start and go over your day. Look at your day. It's full. It's full. I can't improve it. Good. The fourth step we constantly mention, chizuk. Give other people encouragement. Brock said anytime a person distraught or having trouble, do chesed for somebody else. Run. So we can start saying a good word to your husband, good to your wife. The first thing, chizuk, be'emes, your wife, children, parents, all of a sudden that's number four step. We have to start this in all schools and all homes. It's so there you see you're, you're building a awareness of the a creator and you're feeling like the creator. So therefore, you won't get. You'll understand the same mean words is is eternity. Everything I do is forever and ever. How can I? Has to be constructive. Brock was very big on everything you say. It has to be MS. What does that mean? Constructive words. Constructive words. Not be constructive. One hundred percent. Don't say it. Don't answer back. Just say you're sorry, and I I don't understand. I have to work. So, so we see by the humility, a person can gain such 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 because you you see how much you have. You see how much you're doing. You see how much you can help others. The mean words means somebody's having pain. The other person's having pain. So you can't, you to say mean words after a while. How could you say mean words? <laughs> Makes no sense. You ready to say a mean word? You say, I love you, honey. Say it louder. The whole building can hear it. So that was Moshe. We see humblest of all men, the greatest. The second thing, see, Moshe had to be there when called Aaron and Miriam were called. Why? Because Moshe's Hashbah. Everyone needs to be around good people. You'll see. I know people, they tell me that the people they stay with, are, I see their good fathers, and I see their good, and I see their learning, and I see they're aware of certain things. One man told me the other day, he's, he's around really good people, and he says it's really affecting him and his family, and he'll do things he didn't do with his children before. He didn't do things with his wife he never did before. Like Reverend St. Brock once told me, Chesed starts at home, Chesed starts at home, Kanye starts at home, Sonic comes. I told you, and all of a sudden, it's a, a new person. You're staying with the right people. You're talking with the right people. You're with the right rabbi. You're with the white rabbison. So this is a... Uh, we mentioned about the why Hashem called her in so quickly, so quickly, because Aaron's... Miriam had to realize they weren't prepared for Nebuah now. They weren't prepared to hear the words of Hashem. Ah, now they understood why Moshe had to be prepared. So it's a very, very important thing, everybody. Saying a lot of things here. To look into other people. Go over your wife's schedule. Go over your husband's schedule. Go over your child's schedule. Go over your parent schedule go over your sibling schedule and you'll see have a brother he's shunning so hard for regents 
and studying this and studying that is tense. And you yourself are involved in something else just as intense. So you're intense, and then all of a sudden you, your brother says something. What are you being such a grump for? Wait, 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 wait a second. Let's let's look. Let's look. Take time with the people around you, the workplaces, anywhere you are. It's again time to think again. What is their day? What is his day? What is her day? Having a region now. They're, they're nervous just like you're nervous about this job or this sugi or whatever it is. You worry about getting married. Everyone has something. So if by chance we try to understand that Aaron and Miriam were woken up to realize, ah, motion needs the rule every time, preparation, ah, now we understand. But put ourselves in his shoes. As we do that, it's a whole different world. It's a whole different world with people. So you see, they had a hard day. And you walk in the house and you're frustrated about something. Again, you need time to think before you walk in. A wife before the husband comes, try to find a little time. A minute, two, three minutes to think he's coming home. He had a hard day. Get out and you know, I'm, I'm going to try to calm down. Look at my, listen, my blessings and I'm busy, busy, challenge, challenge on a constant level. Worry about this, try worry about this. But put things in place so you can calm down a little bit. He can calm down a little bit. And then the mean words, they, they're not just not helpful. Oh, he's going to eventually... You think about all the mean words you said over, over the years. Did anyone change? <laughs> I thought I met that couple of once that he complained about her nagging. She complained about him cheap. And then after I met with him, she said I could stop nagging. He said, the yelling didn't work. Does it work? It doesn't work. These comments doesn't work. It's usually our own frustration. You have to find, yeah, you got to find solutions. That we just spoke about a lot of ways to build ourselves, to have a rope, to have the right people, a lot of different ways to try to accomplish this and to have someone who you could talk to to help you along. But the same mean words, loud words, and it's all work, work for all of us. And this way we'll have you know, the understanding. Understanding again. Know this the boss should become more humble. Know that you're doing something in your life. Feel good about your life. Look at your accomplishments. And other people understand that they go through these too. They have their own lives too and try to Hold back our loud voices. Hold back the mean words. Hold back sarcastic remarks. And think of all the ways to accomplish your goal. So we have to connect to the boss, work on ourselves, work on how we look at everybody. And the third thing, I've called become a little numb when you're dealing. Don't say, I'm not going to react. I'm going to hum. I'm going to be, ah, ah. And after a while, you'll see the other person will appreciate it. And if he or she can change, the other person will change. Ben Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. Everyone, Aslach and Bracha, Yeshua, Fua, Shaduchim, and good marriages and good children. And we should all daven, 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 daven for each other. Aslach and to everyone in Rukhnias and Gashmias.